1: That <laughs> It's time to lock in with You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
0: Super Bowl Sunday, hours away. I mean, depending on, I know we're live right now at 1121 a.m. Eastern. This replays on other stations a little later. So, I mean, uh, at at, at some point today, no matter what time you're listening to this, unless it's after the game, why would you do that? Uh, The Super Bowl is yet to kick off, which is really exceptional with Kansas City and San Francisco putting a capper on what's been yet another amazing NFL season. Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger stops by in 20 minutes. Love having Baldy on the show, especially Ken after his revelation to us live on set at Radio Row this week in Las Vegas, that Kyle Shanahan listens to You Better You Bet and hates my, well, hate is the word that I'm using, and hates my assessment of his conservative coaching. So uh, Baldy will join us a little later. Maybe we'll talk about that. We'll get Baldy's handicap for the game. Ken and I will talk Super Bowl MVP coming up next hour. We'll give you all our bets for the game. And there are a lot of them, including thy royal prop king, uh, proppy properson Ken Barkley, and our bets, best bets, side in total for Super Bowl 58. But speaking of a lot of bets, many bets. Many, 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 many bets. Let's welcome to the show now another Odyssey Sports NFL insider, our pal Jason La Canfora, longtime NFL insider and afternoon drive host with our friends, Odyssey Station in Baltimore, 105.7 FM, the fan on Twitter at Jason La Canfora. JLC, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Nick and Ken, happy Super Bowl Sunday, my friend, to you and yours.
2: Happy Super Bowl Sunday. If somebody listened to this after the game, like, I hope there was an intervention coming, like, on the other side of that podcast.
0: It's it, like my mom. That would, it's like, that it, it, would it was really, my mom.
2: That's who like, it is. You're hardcore. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're beyond hardcore. Like, don't do that. Go be with your family. Yeah. Do, don't listen to this after the game. <laughs> Please. So,
1: hear that lock in for Don't have a salami just, uh, sandwich you know, or something. Do, do something better. Yeah. Do something better with your yeah. time. Yeah. Um yeah, maybe we have some uh, some devoted fans. It's pretty good. We were we were talking before you you came on Jason and you said you have a, a long list of bets, things that you like yeah. for this game. Why don't we at least talk about the side first just cuz like You know, people want to know who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. And then if you have stuff, you're more confident. in, we can obviously keep doing that uh, over the rest of the interview. So the Niners, about a two-point favorite, one and a half in a few places. Uh, We can do the total after. But just do you have a bet on the side of the Super Bowl? And if you had to bet the winner, what would you do?
2: I like the Kansas City Chiefs on the money line. I, I mean, I spent, you know, a lot of time working this game from the moment it became obvious that this was going to be the game. And really where I got to by Tuesday afternoon following the championship games is where I am now. Um, Look, uh, in my estimation, the Kansas City Chiefs, first of all, have played um, the better football in the playoffs. I think they are the ascending team, which matters to me a little bit in the postseason. I think they have the better head coach slash offensive play caller. I know they have the better quarterback, and it ain't close because I really don't know who right now is particularly close to Mahomes when we talk about playoff acumen. Um, They have the better defensive coordinator, and to me, they have the better defense. They have the better special teams coordinator, and Dave Tobe, to me, is the best special teams coordinator in the NFL. I'm shocked he's not an NFL head coach. He should be. Uh, And they have the better kicker, and that's not particularly close. Uh, they're more comfortable in this stadium. They've played there more, they've done nothing but win there. In fact, the only place that their kicker has made more field goals the last four years than Allegiant Stadium since it opened is Arrowhead. Uh, you know, there's the whole experience factor. Mahomes and Reed 14 and three in the playoffs, 12 and 5 against the spread in the playoffs versus Shanahan in this spot. Um and then look, where are the teams trending overall? Since week six, the Chiefs are making money for me, and I hope they've been making money for you. 9-5-1 and one against the spread, fourth best in the NFL since week six. Kyle Shanahan's 5-9-1 and one against the spread. Kyle, if you're listening, driving to the, the stadium or whatever, uh, you're 5-9-1 against the spread. Yeah, since week six, you're bottom four in the NFL covering. Loser. That's a big sample size. So, yeah, I like – I like – the historically significant head coach and quarterback combo here.
0: All right. So, JLC with a really strong thought on Kansas City, not just to cover a small point spread, but to win the game outright, which would be the third Super Bowl championship in the partnership of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. JLC, do you have a strong thought on the total coming up of hashtag the big game? Currently yeah. sitting right now at 47 and a half at BetMGM.
2: Oh, yeah. Also, Every time Kansas city has been an underdog this year, they've won outright. So I should have thrown that in there.
0: I look, I I'll tell you what I've
2: played. (laughs) Yeah. I'll tell you what I've played here. I, I played early uh, last week. I played Kansas city over 23 and a half points at minus minus one fifteen. I haven't gone back into the total market since then. Now have I dabbled on exact score? Kansas city, 27, 24, Kansas city, 27, 23. I have, um, that's a slight right i'm leaning slightly to the over i don't i don't love it those are you know twenty dollar bets to try to you know put a dent in somebody's syracuse tuition those are not i i have not invested heavily obviously in correct score bets but we've dabbled because every penny helps uh so that's where i am like do i do i think it like do i think it goes over i i do i i don't love it i also think this might be twenty three twenty. You know, this might be twenty three twenty one. Like, I, I, I don't have super strong conviction other than I think because Kansas City really only has to get to midfield, right? If they get to the 40, they got a shot at three points. So I think Bucker makes a long one or two. I think Bucker makes a short one. That helps us out even if Kansas City's, you know, red zone deficiencies show up. Uh, but overall, I do think Kansas City can get to 24 points. I, I feel pretty good about that. Um, And and do I think they get to 27 or above? I do, but there's a reason this thing hasn't really moved, right? I mean, this 47.5 seems to be fairly spot on.
1: Yeah, and for for people who are curious, uh, Chiefs team total, as, as Jason mentioned, that's the bet that he likes a uh, twenty three and a half in most places. They're the dog in the game. Niners team total twenty four and a half in most places, and they're the they're the favorite in the game. And I think the only time when the Niners were healthy, they didn't go over that number was against the Ravens when when Purdy threw all those interceptions on Christmas night. So we'll kind of see like what what gives in uh, in this matchup. So Jason, you like the Chiefs and you think they're going to be able to score. And you think they're going to be able to make kicks. So this kind of leads to like a prop conversation on Kansas City. Maybe some KC offensive props that you like. Like you think they're going to score. How do you think they're going to do it?
2: Well, I I think they're going to hold on to the football. And you look at Kansas City and what they've become, right? Uh, Since Pacheco came back and got healthy, uh, and especially in the playoffs, they're a heavy team. Like Andy Reid was third in the NFL in use of two or more tight ends in the regular season, 36%. That's up over 45% in the playoffs. Um, And he's using three tight ends. He's in 13 personnel, almost 20% of the time in the playoffs. That was 7% in the regular season. It's part of the reason I like Noah Gray, again, over one and a half receptions. We can get into more of that if you want. But I look at the way a a quarterback of the genius of Patrick Mahomes can operate at a heavy personnel. Um, And, yes, it's been mostly to buttress the run game. And if you look at San Francisco – against heavy personnel this year, it, it, it's, it's not real pretty right there. They're 23rd in EPA against runs out of 13 personnel. Um, Kansas city also dominant running out of the shotgun, especially since Pacheco came back week 13, they're over five yards of carry San Francisco's 31st for the season in EPA regular season and playoffs against shotgun runs. And we know, we know San Francisco struggles right up the gut, right. And Pacheco's a downhill runner. Um, Kansas city, uh, Middle runs for the season, regular season and playoffs, 40%. Second in the NFL. The only team who was doing it more was Detroit. Worked out pretty well for them. So, yeah, I'm on Pacheco across the board here, guys. 16 and a half. Andy Reid wants to run the ball 20-plus times. Pacheco's first two runs against Baltimore, plus 12, plus 7. The rest of the day, Kansas City running backs, 23 runs for 50 yards. Now, they're going to have more success against the Steve Wilkes defense than they did against Mike McDonald's. But that tells you right there. 23 for 50, volume, volume, volume. I'm over the 16 and a half. I'm on the anytime touchdown. I'm over the 67 and a half rushing yards. I'm playing it in alt markets, 80 and above, Pacheco rushing yards.
0: So, uh, So you like Isaiah Pacheco in the game? I what do. Chalky as it yes, may yes, be. Yes. I, I, like <laughs> I like him <laughs> too. I like Yes, I know. Well, I, you, you, you gave a lot of. I, I love him in the game also, and, I, and I'll have yeah. some prop overs on him coming up later in the show. You better, you bet with Nick and Ken. Countdown to kickoff. Super Bowl Sunday here on the Beck QL Network. We're joined by Odyssey Sports NFL Insider, an afternoon drive host of 105.7 FM, the fan in Baltimore and Odyssey Station, our pal Jason Lockenfora on Twitter at Jason Locanfora. All right, JLC. Those were Kansas City props. We know you. You love pacheco as we go to the san francisco side anyone whether it's purdy skill position players that you think will either exceed expectations aka go over whatever the numbers are or under whatever the numbers are give us your thoughts on san francisco
2: you guys mentioned purdy against baltimore really interesting did um a lot of reporting on this at the washington post this weekend i went back and talked to some people who were involved in the ravens game planning for that game because um, this is a league of relationships and information. And Steve Spagnolo has a long relationship with John Harbaugh. And the Chiefs defensive line coach, Joe Cullen, has a long history in Baltimore. And multiple people in the Ravens organization said, not only have they studied what we've done to Purdy, but they've talked to us about it. And that was Purdy's worst game of the year by far. Baltimore got pressure on 49% of his dropbacks, their highest total of the, of the year. The 49ers surrendered 25 pressures, their highest total of the year. Eight quarterback hits, the four picks, the three early picks. Um, And I think Spags can also mimic a lot of the personnel that the Ravens have, except for Kyle Hamilton, who's a unicorn. But they've got a Chris Jones who's like a Matabike. The edge rushers are similar. They have the two shutdown corners. Um, And the Ravens were adamant, the people I talked to, that they had a tell on pass protection. And they, they knew the way certain alignments and certain ticks, what McCaffrey was doing and what Kittle was doing. And I'm just telling you, Joe Cullen and Spaggs know it as well. And they've had two weeks to prepare, and the right side of that the offensive line is no better for the for the 49ers. So I love Purdy to throw a pick here. And I think Spaggs is going to change his spots, and he's not going to be in man all the time, and he's not going to be blitzing all the time. He will bring slot blitzes on occasion. But... Brock Purdy, since that Ravens game, including that Ravens game, versus man, 127.9 passer rating since then. Versus zone, two touchdowns, five picks, only completing 64% of his passes for seven yards per attempt against all zone defenses, 71.6 passer rating. They're going to give him looks where he doesn't know if it's cover two, is it cover four, is it cover six. I believe they're going to be able to mimic a lot of what the Ravens did against that 49ers offense. McCaffrey, you want to run between the 20s? Take it. I like McCaffrey over his rushing totals. Kittle will probably feast like he did against Baltimore, but in the red zone, I think Purdy's not going to know what he's watching. And when he throws the first pick in the first half, when he does it, get on your app and live bet him to go over one and a half because there's more where that came (laughs) from.
1: love it I love, interceptions in bunches uh as someone who bet chiefs defense first touchdown of the game at like a monster number for this reason this makes me very happy that uh to hear all that background reporting on baltimore and really interesting stuff on the ravens and the connections between the two teams got like a minute to go jason anything in super bowl mvp that's interesting i'm going to guess isaiah pacheco would be something you're interested in
2: you know if you want to sprinkle like the i i, I have put a little bit on chris jones i i look chris jones can move around like people talk about him like he's a d tackle he's in everything like they could get in a wide nine and play shanahan's game against him and you could have chris jones as the wide nine like i like a lot of matchups for chris jones across that offensive line so if it is a low scoring game and if the running backs are good but not spectacular and mahomes is just managing it like he managed the championship game but maybe kelsey doesn't catch all 11 targets for 116 right? And a touchdown. Like maybe that's tempered down a little bit. I I wonder if Chris Jones gets a strip sack at the end of this game. I wonder if Chris Jones beats the right tackle's ass, beats the right guard's ass, whips the center a time or two. Like he's playing for a bag as well. I kind of feel like Chris Jones could be interesting in this game.
0: And Chris Jones, zero sacks thus far in his Super Bowl career. Like hard to imagine. I guess guess it's hard to imagine that being true. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, w- I would guess maybe maybe that changes after uh, after today's game. Jason, uh, been amazing ha- having you with us throughout the duration of the playoffs here on You Better You Bet's countdown to kickoff. Um, everyone needs to check him out. 105.7 FM, the fan in Baltimore. Afternoon drive host there. Writing for the Washington Post on Twitter at Jason La Canfora. My friend, enjoy the game today. Good luck with all the bets, and we will catch Good up luck, with you gentlemen. soon Thank here you. on You Better You Bet. Yeah, geez, he's like i'll see you guys later bye all right no you're good <laughs> we love him he's, he says goodbye like
1: how isaiah pacheco runs aggressively
0: right yeah. <laughs> like, just like running us over like pacheco to get off the interview Absolutely <laughs> right, yeah, love it. Like... to be fair i do the same thing we love jason yeah. lock and coming up next from one odyssey nfl insider to another we go from jlc to brian baldinger coming up next to your countdown to kickoff nick and ken